Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS. And I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today, but first we have this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. Our guest is Frank Borelli, who chairs the new Division of Arts, Media, and Design at American International College. Happy to have you here on Business Talk, Frank. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, so before we talk about this, this, uh, this new division, which uh, launched this past fall, um, tell me a little bit about your background and role at AIC. Oh, uh, well, um, at the end of this semester, I would have been at AIC 12 years, so that goes by very, very fast. Um, I was hired to uh, develop a bachelor's degree in theater arts, and I ran that program for a little over a decade. Uh, produced lots of theater productions with students and, and taught all kinds of courses in sort of the training world of theater. Um, then COVID hit, and I'll, I'll just preface this by saying I'm not going to blame everything on COVID. I feel like we do that. <laughs> um, we blame everything, like, oh, something's not in the grocery store, COVID. I mean, That's whatever. True. But um, but so lots of things changed at the college because they changed at every college and every educational institution. And so I was asked to think about um, moving into an administrative role. Um, so now I serve as an assistant dean for student support um, in the School of Business Arts and Sciences. And I chair um, this division, which really, I think, fully encompasses uh, the arts at the college. So I still have a, a hand um, in, uh, in theater and the performing in fine arts and communication, but just in a more administrative uh, way. So, so regarding the new division, it's called the Division of Arts, Media, and Design. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about how the idea for it developed. What are some of the details of that program? And what, what specifically what needs does it fill? Mm. So uh, our president, uh, Dr. Benitez, um, worked with, he's relatively new, a year and a half, something like that, um, worked with the college community to develop a new strategic plan for AIC um, that, of course, included a revitalization of our academic portfolio and academic offerings for students. So in the area that I support uh, with the faculty, I thought, you know, I think this is a great opportunity for us to look at our programs assess them in terms of if they are really meeting 21st century, um, you know, training goals and expectations, and if they're really giving our students what we hope that they were. In some ways they were, in some ways they weren't, but we agreed to just completely reform and reshape all of the academic offerings in the area. So I think the best way I can describe it is sort of help you describe to you sort of what we moved from and what each piece became. Mm. Um, Theater arts became arts and entertainment management. So we're now sort of moving in an arts management um, uh, space. We have these performing arts spaces on campus that students will learn how to manage, which is great. Our visual digital arts program became a, a fully comprehensive graphic arts and design program. Um, that has access to uh, Mac Labs and technology on campus. 
um, a, a number of communication programs that were sort of segmented and, and specialized um, moved into two. So um, uh, public relations and social media management uh, administration, I mean, and um, digital media production, which is really the the production heavy communication major that we offer. Um, and um, then a series of minors, um, fashion design and merchandising, music technology and production. So it was a true overhaul, um, hearkening to our new strategic plan. But we also listened to our students. You know, for years, I mean, students were saying, God, I, you know, I, I developed a, an album on GarageBand, right? Um, or I have a fashion line. And I thought, well, why shouldn't we give them academic credit for doing these things, right? And so a lot of these programs answered, I think, that call. Um, but I also think that, you know, one needs to be flexible and one needs to listen to their constituents, in our case, our students. Um, what they're interested in is student interests shift for a long time, we had a lot of interest in theater arts at the college, and now students, I think, are much more interested in sort of the um, the business side of the arts, thus this arts and entertainment management program. Um, we're developing a partnership with New England Public Media, uh, which is great. We have one of our students interning with them starting in the spring, uh, and uh, very exciting time. So it really was related to strategic plan calls, um, student interest, um, but also, you know, calling the program exactly what it is in terms of, you know, what the market demands. Um, you know, in some ways, everybody needs a graphic designer. Um, there are lots of spaces, including, you know, just in Springfield, Mass Mutual and spaces in MGM and um, certainly Symphony Hall that have people who manage those spaces who understand the art that may happen in them, but certainly understand the business as well. Um, and the, as you know, the communication field is always changing and oh, yeah. always shifting. I mean, daily, right. It's just updating. And so these new programs create space for, for students to explore those changes as they learn. You know, before we talk about some of the changes, because I do want to talk about that as well, what are some specific some types of you, you mentioned you know the interest they have interest in music production and, and design and but what mm -hmm. types of careers um, are they kind of considering as they as they pursue these interests and enter these fields? So a lot of our students at AIC are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, they want to start their own business. They want to start their own podcast. Um, they want to start their own line, right? Their fashion line. Um, et cetera. So I think they're really interested in in sort of creating, you know, and, and sort of paving their journey um, on their own terms, which is very exciting. Um, I think the market being what it is, um, you know, it would be a wonderful thing for every college student in the United States to graduate and say, you know, I have the ability to control my own destiny and I'm going to start my own business and all the pitfalls and successes that come with that. Um but I also think, you know, we have a number, obviously, number of full-time faculty on campus that still work within their fields. But we're lucky to work with a lot of part-time faculty that still work uh, within their respective fields as well. And so it's these required internships and these programs that really help the students craft, um, you know, what they're hoping to do. Um, social media management is a big one. Um, I mean, across platforms and across... Um, uh, 
I guess, areas of specialty. I mean, hospitals need social media managers <laughs> um, and, and that kind of thing. But I think as many college students today, I think would agree, at least the ones that I've worked with for something like 16 years, um, they're not 100% sure what they want to do um, with that degree. But they know that it's their passion or they know that they have a um, sort of an exciting um, understanding of how they can contribute uh, to the field. I think a lot of students today are interested in their voices being heard. Definitely. Tr- physically. I mean, truly heard on podcasts and on YouTube channels and the like about any number of subjects. So I think these programs empower students to identify what they want to do um, at the end of those programs with required internships, professional experiences, faculty with expertise and connection to the, to the, um, the business that's ever changing. Uh, and I think it's just to empower them to be exactly who they are. You know, I, I have a lot of friends that teach in colleges around the country and um, they all have their own pedagogies, but I really believe that college helps people, not just young people, but anybody um, become more like themselves it's not becoming a better version, right? I think that's very condescending. It's becoming more like themselves, mm-hmm. right? Who they are, what they want to do, understanding, you know, that there's a discipline for their passion. It's not just enough to love something, right? Um, regardless that's of their fields. So, yeah. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking today with Frank Borelli, who chairs the new division of arts, media, and design at American International College. You know, I appreciate all the things you said about, um, you know, the, the the goals that students have. There, there's in a lot of these fields, there seems to be a new um, kind of a kind of a DIY ethos, a lot of new opportunities mm. to kind of create your own path and, and be an entrepreneur. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think the economic model of of a lot of the arts is evolving as well and becoming challenging. So, is it is it uh, a challenge for for you crafting this program or the folks at AIC crafting this program to kind of keep up with those trends, which I think are really fast moving? They are fast moving. I do think, though, that um, they're fast moving as the students matriculate into the field, right, in, into the, the working world. They're less fast moving sort of as they progress in their education, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the core, you know, I always said to my theater students, you know, theater is ever changing, you know, particularly with COVID, there was lots of multimedia and people doing theater over Zoom and all kinds of things and people finding ways to be in rooms together that they couldn't be in rooms uh, together in. Um, but the core remains the same, right? Being a, an effective communicator, um, understanding the importance of negotiation, mm-hmm. um, understanding the importance and, and building skills around collaboration, um, you know, listening to people in the broad communication field. I mean, you have to listen to people. Um, I'm not so sure that uh, <laughs> that our, our politicians always do a great job uh, at listening to all of us, but I think that um, our students can um, if we really drive home the sense that, hey, and the truth, I think, that there are core pillars to every field that do not change. Yeah, it's true. Right, That you must understand, that you must um, in some ways adhere to and contribute to, right, in order to be prepared to have conversations about how they may change in the future. Um, 
you know, I, I often work with students, again, that are very interested in having their voices heard, their opinions heard, understood, perhaps criticized in a, in a supportive environment. Um, but the one piece that they all have in common is this idea of, you know, I really like public relations, let's say. I really like that. I like the idea of talking to people. How I want to do that, I'm not 100% sure of yet, but I know I want that. That's one of the common, you know, themes that they have as, as a student body is that they know what they like, <laughs> you know? Um, they wouldn't be majoring in it if they didn't like it. Um, and I think for those students, let's just say that, you know, are forced to study something, you know, dad was a nurse, mom was a nurse, the dog was a nurse, you have to be a nurse. Um, I think there's, there's, <laughs> uh, there's less, um, perhaps there's less passion if nursing is not for them. Right. Sure. Um, I, I don't know if I answered your question or not, but I think um, just helping them understand how they how they do fit into the world as it is, um, helping them cultivate their voice so that they can be flexible uh, and they can talk to anybody about anything and and feel good about it. When I read um, <clears throat> the first um, uh, press release uh, in the fall about about this new program. I think you were quoted as saying that the um, the offerings are designed to provide students with hands-on learning experiences mm -hmm. and uh, you know facilitate the cultivation of skill sets aligned with the job market. Um, mm -hmm. What types of um, of, of hands-on experiences and connections to the to the to the um, the market outside AIC um, can they look look forward to? Sure. So you know, I'd mentioned this budding uh, partnership with New England Public Media, mm. and yep. um, they've been very generous and and. We've had lots of really exciting meetings about, you know, what the future holds, not just in terms of perhaps the use of their facilities and those technologies, but students working with professionals, right, as part of their uh, educational experiences. But on campus, in the um, Karen Sprague Cultural Arts Center, we have, um, or we will soon have two, but we currently have one 18-seat um, Mac Lab. Um, a small but really exciting a television studio, um, a space that we're now creating a sort of a collaboration lab that any of these students and any of these majors can access that space at any time of the day, um, work on independent projects, work on group projects. A lot of our divisional technology exists in that space, and so students can access all the tools that they need. Um, but I'll give you, a, 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 I think, a more specific example. Um, students who are interested in public relations and sort of social media, that sort of thing, they like people. They like talking to people. Mm -hmm. um, our students in sort of digital media production perhaps are less social, let's say, um, you know, like to be behind the scenes, like to sort of work in the technology and in, in the lab setting. But a lot of our curriculum gives those students an opportunity to work together. So for example, a public relations student goes to an event on campus or off campus, um, and it's a digital media production student who's running the camera, right? The PR student is in front of the camera. The digital media student is in back of the camera. Um, they sort of, you know, build their script. They sort of assess how things went. They edit together. Um, so those kinds of hands-on experiences. The other piece, we have a 500-seat proscenium theater on campus, the Esther B. Griswold Theater for the Performing Arts. 
the long name. I can say that now that Mrs. Griswold is in a better place. Um, <laughs> the long name, Esther B. Griswold Theater for the Performing Arts. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, for a long time, you know, I ran the theater program. We would do, you know, three productions a year there. That has changed. And so now we have all kinds of interest from the community to rent our space. Uh, we're working with the Young at Heart Chorus out of Northampton. They're going to be an artist in residence of the college um, and be here once a week and perform here and really become a part of our community. That's great. The thought was, well, we have this theater. We have all of this up-to-date lighting and sound technology. Why not empower students to learn how to manage that space, work with the public, support artistic endeavors, but also understand the contract, right? How to manage a nonprofit environment, um, fundraising and development, um, to empower them someday to sort of start their own little, um, uh, you know, performing arts uh, um, organizations. But I think, you know, graphic design, certainly, I mean, in the spring, just in a couple of weeks, our occupational therapy students and our graphic design students will be working together in our graphic design two course, which is like a um, upper level typography course um, to develop a series of logos for the occupational therapy, occupational therapy um, student organization. So there's just really interesting connective tissue that's occurring and that's being built. Um, some of which we planned, some of which we could have never planned for, but it's just about being open and exciting. We um, had a very generous gift to the college a number of years ago. And so um, just in the middle of the summer, we're going to be making some considerable purchases. Um, we'll be creating a second Mac lab with 30 new Macs, um, updating a lot of the technology in our TV studio, um, upgrading to Apple TVs um, and the like. So students will have more access as the program grows to technology, to each other. Um, we have one, two, three, four, five, six lab spaces, um, as well as two podcast studios. So it's all waiting uh, for students and the curriculum guides them you know, as to how to use the material, how to work together. Um, and we hope to, to build upon that. So we get close to our to the end of our time today. Um, just to broaden it out a little bit, I, I've talked to President Benitez a few times over the last year and a half. Um, one of the quotes he, he's... Good guy. Good guy. Because yeah, I enjoy talking to him. Um, <laughs> one of his quotes in one of the articles I wrote was that students today come to academic institutions with a completely different mindset. They think mm. differently about the world. They think differently about the profession. Some of them even question the value of an education. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of this was behind the um, the broad strategy strategy known as uh, AIC Reimagined. So mm -hmm. have you, in your time there and in time in education, seen an evolution in the ways students are taught and the types of offerings that they are given to increase that value uh, proposition? And, and, and is this new division part of it? Like, kind of, does that fit into that? Oh, certainly. And, and you know, I, I really believe this, that um, leadership is important. Leadership is important. And we're very lucky to have President Benitez because he is a leader, but he's a collaborative leader and he's a, a leader who listens. <laughs> hey, Washington, a leader who <laughs> listens. Um, and, you know, in, in many ways, you know, provides and curates the space for all of us to share our ideas, 
um, about how we can best face the challenges that, you know, higher ed faces today. Um, but yes, I guess to answer your question backwards and forwards, um, I think the development of these new programs um, was a direct result of talking to students, listening to students, looking at the market, um, identifying whether or not the skill sets are immediately clear, even just in the name of the program, right? Graphic sure. design, call it what it is, right? It's graphic design. Um, you know, I'm really interested in PR. Well, PR and social media management. I mean, that's what you're doing. That's what you're in. Um, you know, unfortunately, I think the arts and humanities are, are in a, a challenging space. But what we must do is look at what we're offering and intentionally shift everything we're doing to the 21st century college student to understand the challenges that they face, which are far beyond anything we faced just in terms of the pressure of the world. I didn't have social media. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, um, I had a flip phone and it was my mother and my grandmother's uh, phone number in it. And those were the only two people I could call. Um, you know, I, I, we didn't have those kinds of pressures, right? Um, we didn't really worry that much about talking to each other and about, you know, in some ways we sort of knew who we were. And so I, I really, I often say to students who come to me, um, you know, my life is falling apart, you know, whatever they're coming to me about that day. Um, I say to them, I, I hope you know how brave you are, how brave you are to be a college student in now 2024. I can't believe it. In 2024, looking at the world we're in, you know, these two horrible conflicts in Ukraine and, and you know, with Palestine and Israel and the political challenges that we're facing and economic uncertainty and all kinds of things. And yet you chose to come to college. And so if they're going to exhibit that kind of bravery, we have to exhibit even just a little bit of that and say, hey, what we've done, what higher ed has done for the last 150 years may not work anymore. Right. We have to say, well, yeah, this program is my baby and I ran it for so long, but your baby grows up and changes. Mm. Um, and students deserve that. They deserve higher ed professionals that are courageous, that are inclusive, that are um, sensitive to the challenges that they face every day that we did not. Um, and they deserve us to be flexible. Mm -hmm. Right. Not just in terms of the academic programs that we offer and we build, but also in terms of shifting modalities. Right. Lots of students don't want in-person instruction. They want remote or they want online or they want hybrid. We should be brave enough to offer that to them. Um, and, uh, you know, I think institutions like AIC, you know, we have a high Pell loan eligible student body, lots of uh, students who are first generation, including me uh, in college, um, lots of students from other countries, um, different languages, different points of view. Um, diversity is not the word for AIC. When I'm around everybody at AIC, the people who work here, the students, the administrators, alumni, I just really think of the world, right? And the world is beautifully represented at AIC. Um, and so I think maybe it's a great, 
a great uh, charge to the world that we all need to be a little bit more flexible with each other, be courageous um, and support our young people um, because they really are um, the ones who are going to be taking care of us. Uh, and we want them to remember um, that we did everything we could for them, particularly with the cost um, of higher ed today. And um, so, yeah, very glad to have President Benitez as our fearless leader, but also glad that he um, is open to ideas um, and uh, has exhibited that. So, And that's all the time we have for today. Um, thank you so much, Frank, for, for spending mm -hmm. a few minutes with me today and talking passionately and thoughtfully about um, all this new stuff. It's a, it's a exciting new world. I appreciate you being on today. It is. Uh, it's very exciting, and I'm very grateful. Thank you for your time and the opportunity. And thanks to all of you for tuning into Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.